All right, everybody, welcome to the Porter Tonecast. I've got Tonecast number 86 coming at you from a Tuesday morning here in Boise. I'm here with Brian Porter. How you doing, Brian? Man, I'm good today, um, despite a seven-month-old puppy Ooh. that is continually waking us up. Um, I'm, I'm doing okay. I kind of like have this morning juice. I get to the shop, and I'm excited to get the day going, and then I have kind of a... 10 a.m. crash usually <laughs> where I need to get more coffee, but it's good that we've got a double pot yeah. brewer over there that's that's always firing up. So we are we're slamming a lot of coffee. At least you and I are. Some of the other guys they they're not I think there's big. like one I think Ben doesn't drink coffee and mm-hmm. I think Hunter doesn't drink coffee. And so it's very strange. Like, yeah. How could you not drink coffee? <laughs> and they brought some tea, so they've they got some caffeine going. Yeah. But yeah. It's a uh, Good way to stay warm, and that is what's making the pickups. So uh, that's a big part of the day. Yeah, keeping ourselves uh, ready to rock. And <laughs> we've got some some exciting things to let you know about. If you have found this tone cast, you probably noticed if you've been following us for a while that we have a brand new tone cast logo. Very cool logo, vintage microphone on it with a a little bit of updated look for the tone cast. We just had some script that said tone cast before, so. We figured as we're putting more time and energy into this thing, we should probably make it look a little bit better to those who are, are listening on iTunes, um, listening on our Podbean link. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave us a, a review. That helps it circulate a little bit more. Um, we've had, we have quite a few listeners on iTunes. We were able to kind of find a little bit of the stats. And so we really appreciate those who are listening on all the different platforms that, that this podcast is at. And one of the ways you can support the show is um, we've launched some podcast merch. So we're not, at this point, I don't think we're going to be one of those podcasts that ask you to donate money mm-hmm. to our show, but this is a way to support the show and to support kind of our business as a whole. We have a podcast t-shirt and a podcast magic mug. Yes. So I'm really excited about the magic mug. I think we need to get some for for the shop as well, get some more in here because that's the whole, you know, you pour your your tea or your coffee and the logo appears on the mug. It's yeah. like magic. Super fancy. And yeah, and it's got the old style, like 55S kind of microphone. So it, you know, you look all bona fide and cool. Like, yeah, this is my broadcast mug or something. Exactly. So, so, so the shirt is available in a couple different colors. The mug is just the one color with the magic logo, but we have the Tonecast um, stuff now available for purchase and that'll get shipped directly to your house. And um, I'll, I'll include some links to that below so you have a chance to go purchase that. But if you're listening, go go buy a go buy a shirt, go buy a a mug. They're pretty pretty solid, pretty awesome products and and yeah, just a way to kind of uh show us that you're supporting the the tone cast that we're doing here. Cause we have got a lot more stuff planned. We really has been spending a lot of times time putting our heads together and developing show ideas and topics and maybe as we as we go here, let's talk a little bit about our last show, kind of a follow-up. We had some interesting follow-up dynamics coming from our last show, which was um, the digital versus analog guitar rigs. And maybe Marco, you can you can start with some some stories related to uh, yeah. kind of that. So yeah, we kind of had a little go back and forth, uh, analog guy versus digital guy, and uh, just kind of as it sat and over the weekend, I was uh, you know. I, well, before the weekend, I was doing some sound clips. Just somebody wanted to hear uh, some more specific things out of one of the Telecaster sets. And so I just hooked it up and went direct into my phone even. And then 
you know, just emailed it to him. It was kind of a pain to email. I always have trouble sending big files over email because usually it's a bunch of audio, but, um, you know, that was super helpful. I didn't have to plug in any amps. I think you were even editing a video. So there was no loud noises that you had to compete with to hear what you needed to hear. Um, and that was just really convenient. And it was in my, my little, uh, you know, my little doctor's bag that I carry around with me everywhere. Just there's a cable and an iridium and some headphones. But, uh, and then over the weekend too, I was trying to play my box AC 15 and I kept getting, you know, when you like set your cell phone near your amp or it's like pointing at it, it'll kind of make like that creaky tea kettle in the other room kind of sound. <laughs> it was kind of doing that. And it was at first it was just kind of fading in, but after a while it was pretty predominant and, you know, I have a Telecaster, so I was getting all of the noise and the hum and. I was just like, yeah, th this is an ideal, and this is not something that I have to contend with when I, you know, plug into a, a digital rig. And so I reached out to, you know, my amp guy, and I was like, hey, I think it's time to change the tubes. But I haven't ever changed the tubes in that thing. But see, that's the thing. Okay, you don't have so to change the tubes in your You kind of brought room. it on yourself, maybe. Yeah. Potentially. And, but yeah. you also, you was, you've also moved that amp around mm -hmm. a whole bunch of times, so it could have... Something could have went went haywire. Yeah. So, but I'm sure it's going to sound killer once I get new tubes in there. But I'm like, oh, that's you know, it's like when you have to buy car tires. You're like, oh yeah, I guess I have to buy, you know, I have to spend a couple hundred bucks now or whatever. So <laughs> cool. Yeah, exactly. So that was, that was me last week with yeah. tires. It was uh, not fun. <laughs> um, yeah, and and then for me it was um, just kind of playing with. I was playing with the Fractal FM3 that one of our really good customers let us borrow. And we were doing some direct recording, which was really fun, just to really be able to, you know, the laser was running, the, there's pickups being wound and, and people talking in the room next to, um, you know, for those that don't know, our shop, our studio slash office is um, in between the bays of the pickups and the guitars side of the business. So it's, it's just never quiet in here. Mm -hmm. Like every day it's never quiet. So doing recording and having the ability to, direct test some stuff was was super cool and i think i found like going back a generation so i have the fractal ax8 and going back a generation or two or whatever it is um i found myself really wanting to tweak that a lot more and then kind of realizing it was harder to tweak from the sur the you know the surface of the pedal a little bit more cumbersome to to adjust and and finding myself kind of like oh i think the sounds were better in the newer one but not that the the one I have is is junk because it's certainly great, but I found myself trying to, you know, spend more time on a patch that I I created and have enjoyed for well over a year, and all of a sudden I had to change it, which was very mm -hmm. strange because I'm like I'm a set it and forget it guy with most of my gear. I'm like if I if if I've got it anywhere close to sounding good, I don't want to tweak it. I know there's guys that sit there and just tweak something all the time, but. I found myself needing to change some things, but knowing I could mm -hmm. say, okay, I need, I need more output on my drive. And I noticed when I hit my delay effect that it actually was, had its own output that was lower than the, the overall output. So if I wanted to turn that off, it was actually, the signal was actually mm. like hotter when I turned it off than when it was on. Yeah. So if I left it always on, I had this like patch set up to be, one way, but then I'm like, oh, if I ever want to just go totally dry with the signal, then actually I have to edit some more. Mm. So it was just sort of like this, you know, just after we talked about how it's so it's so convenient, so easy, and it's great to be able to edit it, but for me it was like, 
what am I doing? This is like, mm-hmm. <laughs> now I have to change this because of some other modeling thing that has affected my, mm-hmm. my old modeling thing. <laughs> yeah, and then you touch one knob just a little bit and then the whole thing changes and you have to sit there redialing the whole entire thing. So. Yeah, for sure. Well, let's talk about the pickup chooser, Marco, here before we jump into kind of some, uh, some discussions on our last couple of videos that we released. Yeah, our favorite thing around here, the uh, pickup chooser. It's a really cool way to get out there and just kind of grassroots talk to people. I, I did have some really good conversations this week and uh, last week. Uh, shouts out to Jesse and John and you know David. Good good dudes talking and good good setups. I like looking at people's collections. But essentially, you go to our website if you know, and it'll kind of prompt you right when you go to the website. You'll see like in my hand they're holding a tray of S90s, and it's like let's let's help you find the right pickup. And then from there, you'll fill out what your rig is, what the signal chain is looking like. You can send me a little picture of your collection and Or you, you could know. just send us your collection. Yeah, you can just send us some stuff. That's what too. we're really <laughs> that's what we're really going for. Yeah. Like, I need to I need to try your vintage um fender twin. Yeah. You need to send it to me just to make sure we can find the right set of pickups. Yeah. Yeah, it'll just it'll be that's what we need to make sure that you get the right <laughs> one. But it, yeah, it's a really helpful uh, resource and you know, it's just something that we like to do to kind of reach out and give back and yeah we're in here all week building but also you know the other end of it is like there is people that are receiving the stuff that we you know build you know day in and day out so that it to me it's nice being able to see the whole the whole picture and talk to some people and I know enough about and I've been here long enough that I can I can talk about it in a certain way that maybe not a lot of other people can so it you know, it's like I'm not wasting their time, and they're not, they're not wasting my time. It feels like it's mutually beneficial for both ends, and you know that's that's what you want. So, you know, it's a cool thing. There's a link down below. Find the pickup chooser, and uh, me or Brian will reach out to you. Yeah, and I think that you mentioned that like as we've done this a long time, it's easier for us to find that that answer, which is the answer is a set of pickups. But it's easier for us to find that quicker if we have the information. So we're basically like getting a you know, it's like it almost feels like the back of the the old baseball cards or something, right? Here's the stats and here's all this stuff that this person has. And we're like, ah, we know. Mm-hmm. Uh, typically, like you get halfway through one of those choosers from our, from our end and we're like, oh, yeah, I got it down to like two or three sets. And mm-hmm. and and that's been just really good for people to to have that experience, not only the personal side of it, but just, just the fact that we can... Um, we can nail it usually, yeah, and we don't really brag about it, but it's just one of those things where we design our pickups that way. And so if you if you fill it out and we see kind of some some keywords and just some you know even some things where you're like, man, I just something's missing mm-hmm. and I can't put my finger on it, but here's here's the best I can do at describing this yeah. thing I'm missing. And usually sometimes we can fill in the gaps on those as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, and that's a common thing. And sometimes people just maybe even need something to bounce. You know, like just ask some questions and you kind of already know what you want, really. I mean, there's so much stuff out there and, you know, people, guitar players do their research for the most part. So sometimes it's just a few quick questions and it's like, you know, no commitment, no pressure. You know, we just, we just want to be your pickup buddies, you know, yeah. even if you uh, like other brands or you're an active guy or something like we're all just gear nerds here. So let's build a community around it. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, well, let's talk about the last couple of videos that we've uh, published. Uh, we're kind of doing some cross-media stuff. If you follow us on the YouTube page, we've been promoting this podcast lately. 
so we don't really need to talk about the podcast video <laughs> while we're doing the podcast. Yeah. But we did um, we did do a shootout video, and we've kind of hinted at that over the last couple of episodes that we were really featuring um, our gatekeeper set and our 9T set for Telecasters. And this was a little bit different type of video for us. And maybe um, let's just talk about a little bit what that video was about, kind of our goal for that video. Yeah. And so we were trying to stray from the typical shootout like this, which one's better, this one or that one, you know, which one are you going to buy? You know, and more of like, (laughs) well, here's just two different guitars that we've got hanging around in the shop and, you know, two similar types, because that's a big thing when people want to hear comparisons. They want to keep as many of the variables the same. And that's really hard. But, you know, they're just different, different price points, different constructions. Like one's like, you know, high quality, like parts caster. And then the other one is some, I think, Indonesian squire. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a, it barely played and it was in pieces for years yeah. and we put it back together and it's got a weird bridge on it, but it's, yes. it's, you know, it's, I, I like it. it. It's fine, you know, <laughs> and, you know, it just, we wanted to highlight some of the benefits of one set and, you know, maybe the disadvantages. I don't even think we even talked about disadvantages. I think we were just, see, we're just trying to be positive about about yeah, it all. I it's mean, like, we're, we're just saying, like, here's what's good about if, this. If here's like, what's good about yeah, that. Yeah, if you like this, then then do this. If you're, you know, the gatekeeper thing, it's like, well, the price point is hard to beat. If you think it sounds good for what you're going for, grab it. And we've even brought up the the look of the 9T set, yeah. how how it looks really cool. And that's and that's a, you know, that's also a reason maybe you want, want to buy something like that where it just, like, kind of transforms the look of your instrument, too, mm-hmm. as opposed to just looking like a regular, yeah. regular tele set. We also did the um, the the HSS kind of part two, I guess, of our HSS deluxe loaded pickguard. We really dialed into the features of of the push pull on the volume, and you can build a fully loaded HSS Strat on our page, uh, on our website. We've got a builder there um, where you can do all sorts of Strat pickguards. But we've been featuring the HSS because I just I think we've we're like becoming HSS guys yeah. over. We're being converted every every week. Yeah, really. <laughs> it's just a fun combination, but we've added, we've made it even more spicy by <laughs> having the uh, you know the push pull volume to split the bridge humbucker, and then we've got the mini toggle that adds the neck pickup into the into the equation. So you're getting these crazy combinations of you know bridge and neck pickup. You're getting a split bridge and a neck, and then you you can even get all three pickups on at the same time. And and so we kind of did a a part two of that, kind of featuring more of those type of sounds, mostly to kind of like fend off the uh, the YouTube guys were like, you didn't feature this in the first video. And we realized we didn't. And we even said in that video that, yeah. that we're not going to be able to touch on everything. Um, so we were doing that in multiple videos, basically, yeah. over time. Yeah, and it's hard to know what to play. But yeah, and we even those, you know, maybe slightly angry seeming comments, we appreciate that they commented and we know like, oh yeah, we, we should probably fill in, fill that in a little bit more because it is hard to just hit all of the styles in one minute and, you know, just, uh, just be, be inspired, play something inspired that was going to make the pickup sound good. So we, but yeah, if you leave us a comment, we'll definitely always try and, uh, get you some sounds of what works for what you're trying to do and, and, you know, just make it work. But it, it is really hard. And I think I was really trying to, you know, it kind of exaggerate the features a little bit, but hopefully that comes through and you can hear like that, like uh faux boost and then, yeah. you know, that, 
all those telly sounds that you can get out of that strat. Your uh, strat has slowly, since I saw it, has slowly been converting me into a, a strat guy. <laughs> strat, and, that's so weird. Just think of you as a strat guy. Yeah, now. it's weird. But but I know that that volume knob is way too close to me. I have to do that thing where <laughs> I would have to omit a tone and then yeah. move the knobs down. And then. And I guess I guess because I sort of started on a strat. To for me, the volume knob's not a bit, not in mm-hmm. the way. But I can see how, like, we get a lot of requests to, like, hey, can you just not have the volume mm-hmm. on there? And we just go master tone and, and you know, master volume in the middle and then the the bottom position or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. Um, th- that happens all the time. And I was like, okay, I can see how you might, like, even we have a shop PRS and the, the toggle switch is, you know, back in, in another county yeah. on the back of the guitar. And like, that's weird. So I, I'm, like, seeing this more and more because I'm, like, I'm a... You know, like why isn't the switch a five-way blade switch mm-hmm. right here, like it is on a Strat, or even a Tele's not too bad. It's kind of in the general neighborhood, mm-hmm. but then going with a toggle where it's like completely different than even a Les Paul or anything like that. I'm like, oh, this is this is weird to reach back. And it's not that hard, right? But just as as guitarists, we're like trained in our traditions, and we want things to be the same all the time. Yeah, that's almost another show. It's like, all right, blade toggle or or Gibson toggle. <laughs> yeah, and where to put it? Because yeah. I like. Like the Les Paul guys are like, why wouldn't you put it up on the upper horn? You know, why wouldn't you? Put it you're going to hit it when you strum. Yeah, and you strum it. That's and you see everybody tape it down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's funny though. I guess, I mean, you do get used to it. And and I'm definitely more of one of those type of guys that likes to slam it down for the bridge position. Yeah. And, and so we had one guitar here that's got a rotary switch on it. And it's like, I found it extremely annoying. Mm-hmm. Because it might, if I want to just go to the bridge pickup, I have to turn this knob, and it's got one of those center indent things. So mm-hmm. you're in the middle position when you feel that kind of click or or the you know, you, or something. Yeah, you I just think. kind of feel the the rub from that. But then you're like, oh, I'm not there yet, and then you got to keep turning yeah. it. it takes like half an hour to get all the way to the bridge the band's position. Waiting for you to to do a solo or something at that <laughs> point. So that doesn't really work out. But we've got two more um, video as we close here. Just to kind of tease a couple more videos that are coming up. We are getting closer and closer to releasing the Firebird video and website buttons mm-hmm. and all the things that are associated with that. We'll, we'll do a show on the Firebirds as well. Um, so that's coming. Uh, we knew like product releases are just, you know, we had a, a show about developing pickups a little ways back. And yeah. this is part of the deal where regular weeks come and we've got people out this week and we've got all sorts of things happening. So it's like our release plan was this time range and then it's not actually going to happen mm-hmm. in that time range. And so we're just, we're just chugging away. We're making sure that everything's good and um, that, that will come out soon. And then, and then you did a really, really interesting video this week. We're still in the process of kind of some final edits and making some calls on, on um, you know, just some sound, some camera work that we did and trying yeah. to figure out if we want to, use it or not, but maybe talk about the video that you did with uh, our buddy Daniel, a local guy here. Yeah, and so uh, he's a, a guy that, I mean, even like, I think it was like a year and a half ago, he came in and he brought us one of those ProMod pink Charvels, and I'm not sure how he, you know, got got into the mix and knew about this stuff, but he really uh, liked him, and I guess that kind of, he got that pickup set, and he's he's a guy, like most of us, that have a lot of guitars, and so he's like, oh, well, I changed to that one set, and at first it was so different than what was in my stuff that I was a little unsure, but the more he kind of sat with it, he, 
he realized that he actually preferred that stuff over some of the other stuff. And so now he's like, I just need so many sets of pickups now. But <laughs> it's like, well, you know, one at a time, we'll, we'll get there. And he brought us another guitar and it ended up being essentially like a, a real-time, real-life pickup chooser. And so it's like a format that obviously we talk about it a lot in it. And it is kind of like our one of our key features, I guess, or you know, one of our fun things that we like to do around here. And it it just seemed like a good opportunity to kind of take that digital form and then just kind of apply it to, you know, how I would go about getting him a good set. And then if anything, the pickup chooser is almost like how we virtually make it to where, hey, yeah, you could come on into the pickup shop and you know, just chat with us and see what's up, see what we do, see what we can make happen for you. And, you know, via long distances. And, you know, that's, I guess that's kind of what we try to do with the pickup chooser is just make it like you're coming into the shop and, you know, seeing what we do. But we, uh, we threw some sets in a sticker Ibanez of his and you'll, you'll hear some clips. He definitely is quite the player. And I think he, his ear, especially too, I was excited to see what he was going to hear and we did have something in the bridge pickup that I, uh, you know, um, it, was, it was pretty hot pickup, you know, I'm going <laughs> to, I called it something and uh, it seems kind of mean now, so I don't want to call it that on the podcast, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was, uh, it's, it was a hot pickup. I'll just say that. And he was like, yeah, I like that it's hot and this and that, but not, you know, it wasn't quite what his style was calling for. And he does a lot of recording and covers a lot of ground. We did like a five way with the auto split. So he gets some cool in between sounds, yeah. But yeah, it, you know, the final pickup ended up being like, you know, just into thirteen k or something, not crazy hot, but enough to make it thump, but also some clarity there. And you know, we used a different gauge of wire, but you know, it just it's just a fun way to kind of experiment and stuff. And because he's local, he gets to have a little bit more of the experience. But we essentially want to be able to translate as much of the experience virtually as possible so that's a cool video that you should keep an eye out for and yeah yeah that one's coming and it was cool you guys sat down and kind of went through the process or recap the process mm -hmm. i guess that was probably the best way to put it is just kind of recapping what you know he he talked about what he was looking for and and you talked about how how you're able to help him and it, it was really cool to so i'm excited to get that one out that one's definitely a little bit more involved in terms of piecing it all together but Hopefully that gives you guys kind of a real life experience of, of what it's like, like Marco mentioned, to go through that chooser. And we've got, uh, man, we've got a couple other shows scheduled in the next couple of weeks. Um, some interviews, we're working on some some interview stuff right now. We probably have one later this week, I think, mm -hmm. um, trying to just nail down some times, but really kind of diving into a little bit more of the full-time musician artist types. We've got a couple of those lined up to just kind of get their experience of making ends meet and the versatility of a lot of these people just amazes me from yeah. road guitarist to producer to, you know, for hire, like guitar guy, let me come play mandolin on your track. And then I'm, I'm touring with uh, the electric guitar mm -hmm. the next week kind of thing. And yeah. so I love that. I love that stuff. I love seeing people kind of doing, doing music for real and, and just, just doing whatever that takes to kind of support their, their families and their dreams and stuff like that. So yeah. I'm, I'm excited for those conversations. And I just want to say again, a thanks for, for all of you that have been listening to the Tonecast. Um, we've gone through so many gaps in, in having this, um, this show, like taking long breaks and things like that, but we're, we're charging away. We're ramping the shows up. We're 
continuing to push this out because this has been fun for us to to just continue to be challenged to create content and create good shows. But but also we just want a great way to connect directly with our customers. Sometimes I feel like the social media really limits the way that we can mm-hmm. interact with our customers. And so if you love our content and you're hearing this, um, subscribe. Please subscribe. Make sure you're you're catching the new episodes. Um, we're definitely not going to hit you with a bunch of spammy type stuff. Um, we're just going to let you know about all sorts of things. We're guitar players. We're guitar nerds. And we wouldn't be here if we didn't love guitar. And so that's kind of what we're we're trying to use this as a a little bit more informal platform to just kind of let you into the doors of the shop. And yeah, and yeah, I'm really excited about that. I'm excited about uh, all that stuff. And yeah, just go check out the new merch. Um, got that stuff on there. Really cool stuff. And um, yeah, we'll be we'll be catching you guys soon. All the links for the stuff that we talked about will be below as well. So we'll catch you guys next time on the Tonecast. Bye.